All right. And welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we talk about professional standards, committee cases, and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is the Rachel Real. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? Great. (laughs) How are you today? Fantastic. Super. So we've got a pretty interesting uh, one today. I'm kind of excited to fight about this. I don't know if we're going to fight though. I don't know if we're really going to fight either. I'm just looking up the, the coded number here that we're going to talk about. We're going to fight so with we're NAR. we're going to talk about, right. Well, yes, I think we actually might fight with NAR on this. Or that may, I don't even know if it's NAR or it's the state of whoever issues this. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about what's acceptable when you're going on a showing. So okay. in this particular instance, this piece of information that came out from one of the states said, hey, if you're going to do a walk and talk as far like an inspection or when you're going to show a property, if you're going to bring somebody with you, that you need to disclose it. I, I guess it's well, kind of a loaded like, question. Let's like back up and create a little bit of context. So in yeah. the in today's market, a lot of people are foregoing their right to an inspection. And exactly. as a result, like we've even said, okay, well, what you should do then is if you're, if you're a party that doesn't really know a lot about houses, you should bring somebody yes. with you that does. And so it might be a f- contractor, it might be like a friend or an inspector or something like that. And so people started doing that. And then yeah. this, this state was like, no, what did they say? It's a violation. Right. That it was a violation of the code of ethics That's to bullshit. not disclose if you're going to bring someone other than the buyer with you to a showing. And what, what would, did they say was the, um, violation? Like what code? they said it was article three, uh, article three standard of practice three dash nine, which says realtors shall not provide access to listed property on terms other than those established by the owner or listed broker. So in, in a nutshell, that essentially says, Hey, you can't provide access to a property on terms other than what they've, they've stated, not what they're, what they're allowing. I wait. I would agree with that. We're not doing that. Oh my god! We're simply saying, hey, we're we're we gonna, agree we're on still there as a, Rachel. Right. <laughs> 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 There's a buyer that wants to look at this property. I don't. Who cares who they bring with them? Now, do I want a family of 87 walking through a house with me if I'm the buyer's agent? No, no. But however, it can happen. if you got a first time buyer who wants to bring their parents, their grandpa, their their uncle Joe, the electrician, why not? What? Why is that a problem? I think like. I think to me, the essence of that rule is unauthorized access to random ass people. Right. But I, th- do you agree? Random ass, random ass people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now article, article one standard of practice one dash 16 says realtors shall not access or use or permit or enable others to access or use listed or managed property on terms or conditions other than those authorized by the owner or seller. So you kind of have two different I scenarios see. here. Okay. So that one says you're not allowed to say, Hey, yeah, you want to use the hot tub over at one, two, three main street. Here's the key to the box for the box. Go have yourself a hot tub party and let me know how it goes. That can I tell you this, this has happened before. So something similar, not a hot tub party, but somebody moved in. So we had a property that was, um, vacant and I had it for sale and another agent had it for rent. And I drove by the property cause I, I knew it was vacant or whatever. And I was like, oh, somebody why is, there, li- why are there people there? Like why are there people were up, there? the blinds right. were closed. I was like, this is not right. So I called the no. agent that had a list of rent. I was like, did you rent this place like yesterday or like today? Right. Like, like somebody lives minutes? here. Yeah. Right. And he's like, no. So somebody 
had given that person the code and they mm-hmm. like moved in. I was so like, this that, is- that is a perfect scenario of why that's an article of 1-16 violation. Yes. yes. I mean, you're not giving someone the code to go have a, a barbecue in the backyard or to move in right. until they get kicked out. That's, 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 that's that is the reason that article exists. Yeah. But I think like not for uncle Joe, the electrician to come in yeah, and walk through a house with you when you're looking at it. And I feel like the spirit of this is like, there are, are some, I don't know, like, I think, okay. So if your uncle Joe's coming in or whatever, and he's like right. an inspector, like, I think there are some boundaries, like, does he yes. open everything and like do all his like full inspection and get up into the attic? I say, no, I say no, that because we disclosed. Well, because that's also going to take more than the 15 minute or 30 minutes that you're normally going to be there for a showing. True. If you're going to do a full inspection, you're talking two and a half, maybe three hours, depending on the size of the house. Right. Do you have authorization to be there? No. In our system, when you're scheduling a showing, you would schedule showing, first showing, second showing, inspection, appraisal. So if you're going to go in there and do a full inspection, mm-hmm. you better schedule an inspection because yeah. you need more time for that. Now, I agree with you that there's some boundaries there. If you're, again, just going to walk through the house and have somebody kind of that knows what they're doing, a seasoned homeowner go in and do that, that's perfect. Yeah. If you want to go in there and do a pre-inspection before you make an offer so that you can go in and waive your inspection, mm-hmm. then I absolutely, I think that needs to be disclosed. I think so too. You have to get permission, right? You but if somebody, right. if like your contractor friend is like walking around with you just to, right. to make sure, I think that's okay because- I do too. I mean, I went and did a, a, looked at a property that I was looking at for myself and took my little electrical plug-in tester doodad with me, just tested the outlets that were available just to kind of get an idea of what I'm looking at. Okay. Ran the plumbing in the kitchen, okay. went to the bathroom, turned the faucet on, the toilet on. That feels on like very paper. normal stuff. To me, that's stuff that everybody is going to be doing all the time. It takes no tools, takes no special knowledge to be able to turn the faucet on and flush the toilet at the same time. That doesn't take anything special. Although now, according I'm going to, to the- like the <laughs> amount of poop that I see in vacant houses where the water's turned off, it, it might actually does take special knowledge. Take- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't even with this sometimes, but if you're going to take the electrical panel cover off to check for double tap breakers, you know, or, or non-grounded outlets. Yeah. You, it takes a tool. Number one. Number two, it takes some specialized knowledge. Right. If you want to go break into the furnace and check for a cracked heat exchanger. I don't know what the hell I'm looking for with that. Mm-hmm. That's got to be somebody who's got a tool and who, who knows, knows what, what they're, they're doing. doing. I look at it and go, if I'm going to have to make the phone call afterwards to say, I broke crap, I just broke, I just broke a crack, your heat exchanger, or I just broke the panel because the screw fell into the hole into the piping and now I can't find it. Right. I don't want to make that phone call. <laughs> exactly. If I flush the toilet to check to see if it, you know, it was working correctly and it, it started to overflow and I turned the water off. I don't have a problem making that phone call to the listing agent and say, Hey, I'm just flushing some stuff in the vacant house the toilet backed up somehow, you know, no, well, didn't use it right. backed up. So I shut the water off. Everything's fine. Right. I don't see a problem with that. I don't have a hard time making that phone call. Yeah, I see. I see it there. Let's take a quick, um, let's take a quick break. I want to mention a couple of our favorite partners. Absolutely. And then when we come back, let's talk about I don't know, like other boundaries or why we think that this, this state like 
interpreted the rule that way. Cause I think it's an right, interpretation. Exactly. I don't think that's actually Absolutely. what it says. Okay. Right. No, I, I agree. Okay. I agree. So, um, two of our favorite partners I want to talk to you about is one is my coach, coach John kitchens. So we have had a lot of people reach out and, um, listen to the podcast that we've done about teams and growing their business and growing their teams. So John is offering a free foundation check, and this is great to do before you leverage. Um, so go to mygrowthscore.com and you can get that free check. And then our other one is as part of leverage, you will need to get a virtual assistant. It's a great place to start. And the people that Monica and I use are cyberbacker.com. And if you input fight club, you'll get a special prize. So, all right, Rachel, why do you, what do you think would cause this interpretation of the rule? Right. So here's my, here's what kind of came out as part of this. So part of this, this piece of information that came out addressed home inspections and who is allowed to perform a home inspection and kind of a little bit around the license law of home inspectors. And then it, it segued into this interpretation of the code of ethics, which I think is a little screwy. Mm-hmm. So it says in the event you are appearing a at a reach. showing with a home inspector, okay. it, it is, it is. And I, you know, I talked to my co-chair, I talked to another agent who's been on professional standards a long time. And I, I ran this through them too. And they're like, the one goes, yeah, I know, no, it's a little, I, I don't, I've never seen an interpretation of this like that. Right. And I think it's a little overextending. Yeah. How many of us take, I mean, I just had two, uh, two sisters by houses this year and every time parents came with, looked at stuff. They've also owned a house for 50 years or 40 years. You know what I mean? Right. They're veteran homeowners. I don't, if, well, my kid says he's going to hire another realtor when he buys his first house because he won't work with his mother. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that's just him being a Didn't student. you just put that kid through college? Right. He's in college now. Maybe I should think about that. Little shit. I think he just that's does it a little kids. bit. He just likes to push my buttons. <laughs> oh, the apple <laughs> didn't fall what he, far is what you're right, saying. Right, no, exactly. <laughs> so I think for that, you know, when he goes to buy his first house, is he taking his mother with? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're going to show up regardless. Right, right. Exactly. Just like I'm going to show up at other things that he's probably not going to want me yet. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this one, because of the fact that it kind of segued from home inspection to unauthorized access, what it says is in the event you are appearing at a showing with a home inspector, remember that home inspections must be performed by a home inspector who is licensed unless a statutory exemption applies. Right. Well, most, most states require home inspectors to be licensed. The division recently reminded licensed home inspectors that any, quote, any visual examination of the readily accessible components of a residential building for a client by a home inspector is a home inspection and must comply with license law and regulations set out by the inspection board. But that's just saying he has to be a licensed person, but like, you're well, they're allowed to bring what a home, Well, they're, they're just saying that what a, what his, what defines a home inspector, somebody who's providing a. Is that even like in visual our lane? Exam- no, this is, this is not in our lane because this, this governs home inspectors and we're not home inspectors. But it's defining a home inspection as any visual examination of the readily accessible components of a, re, of a residential building for a client by a home inspector. So essentially they're saying if you hire a home inspector, that home inspector is doing a home inspection if you are walking through the house with them and they are visually looking at any readily accessible areas of the house. Not even that you have to pull anything My off or look at it. blood is starting to boil. I think that's a little goofy too, but it also says that they're calling these walk and talks and that's kind of where this came from. Can you bring an inspector to a walk and talk through a property? So they're defining exactly that the walk and talk is in fact a home inspection. It's not. And if you're doing a home inspection, then you have to get authorization. But this, this is where I think this they're collapsing the issues. 
Yes. Yeah. So yeah, and I've I've been through houses with contractors, not a full home inspection, but the one where I went and plugged in the used the outlet yeah. tester. I so you would be in violation. Uh, you're basically a home inspector right. now. Right. But doing it for myself. So I think there might be a little bit of a different scenario. I'm not doing that for a client, nor would gotcha. I ever overreach and say I'm doing that for a client. Okay. Okay. Now, now I then went to the basement. I FaceTimed my, my electrician and said, here's the panel. Here's, here's a couple things. What do you think? Here's what these outlets look like, blah, blah, blah. And he gives me his, his feedback and what he thinks the problem might be. Um, you know, do I, would I ever do that for, for a client? Probably not only because now I'm, now I'm acting as a home inspector and I'm not a like, you feel like inspector. you're out of your lane. Yeah. You're out of your lane. Right. But I, I, I think that that interpretation of who can you bring with you to a showing is a little loopy. So as a mainly a listing agent, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, think about it from the listing agent perspective. Would you be mad if someone did that? No, because I think I don't think so I either. would explain to the seller like this is in our best interest because this will allow them to Absolutely. release the inspection and it's not a part of the deal. So whatever they find, they keep to themselves because it's Absolutely. not a they part of the deal. Themselves. Absolutely. Would you rather have them do that and move into a contract very comfortably? Right. Or would you rather have them go and do the contract, do the home inspection, and then take it off the market, we can have, yeah. go off the market and then redo all that? No, this is done. This you know what? Not. I'm going to write a scathing email. No, I'm just kidding. You should do it. <laughs> I'm just going to send them a record this recording. Like this is dumb. There you go. No. And again, go, going back to the taking over a vacant rental or an agent giving somebody a lockbox code to do that. That is what the spirit of that article is. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't just as an agent go into a house and say, Hey, I'm going to use this for a client appreciation party because it's vacant <laughs> and not tell anyone. I mean, you just can't do that. You, can't you just do can't that. do that. No, that's what the spirit of that is. Rachel, always a pleasure. If people, always fun. <laughs> if people have <laughs> referrals for you in Chicago, what is, and I can personally vouch for you. Yes. You have helped yes. a couple of our clients and we have freaking love you. So we, thank have. You. we just, we just closed them, closed one of them yesterday. So yep. they were thrilled. They're now over by you. Yay. So they left for me and went to you. Hey, said, that Congratulations. Happens. You're no longer a resident of the state of Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations for sure. Right. Right. Um, you no longer have to pay our taxes. Yes. So if people want to send you a referral for Chicago or they have questions yes. for you, what is the best way to get Absolutely. a hold of you? Best way to reach me is by cell phone at 630-542-8688 or via email at rreal at dealwithreal.com. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah. Thanks, Jennifer. Yeah.